Market House has the cleanest, leanest, juiciest meat and seafood shipped to your home overnight. Expect the service of a local butcher and the convenience of a large supplier. Unlike many online butchers, you can grab just one meal's worth or lock in for a subscription box. Choose from grass-fed and grass-finished beef, American Wagyu, free-range poultry, grass-fed lamb, wild-caught king crab, seafood, and more. For 15% off your first order, use code COUNTRY at checkout. Just visit MarketHouse.com. That's M-A-R-K-E-T-H-O-U-S-E dot com. And use the code COUNTRY. There's nothing like snook hook sets at dawn or catching a tarpon in the moonlight. Find your next fishing trip made easy on FishingBooker.com and experience the magic of the Sunshine State or any other destination on your fishing bucket list. Book a blue water adventure in search of sailfish or go snapper fishing with the kids. With over 6,000 captains and trips to choose from, planning your next one just got a whole lot easier. Download the Fishing Booker app on the Google Play or App Store or visit them online at fishingbooker.com to book your trip today. Are your wiper blades chattering, skipping, or squeaking? Don't let streaks or smearing on your windshield compromise your visibility. When it's time to replace your wiper blades, stop by O'Reilly Auto Parts and see our selection. Our professional parts people will even install your new wiper blades while you wait. Stop by O'Reilly Auto Parts today. Oh, 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 O'Reilly Auto Parts. What's up, y'all? I'm KC. And I'm Tyler. And this is another Big Buck Breakdown from the Element Podcast. Brought to you by Exodus Trail Cameras. All right, so now on the phone, we've got Aaron Warbritton from the Hunting Public. Aaron, you just told me that it's been raining up there. Is it raining pretty much everywhere in the country right now? Man, it seems like it. It's been raining on us nonstop for a couple of days now. We froze our butts off, but we found some good sign. And I wish I was out there with Ted right now, but I had to come back to the house get some work done. So yeah, he's out there in it. Yeah, that's good. Good luck to him, man. That's uh, it's kind of stinks when you gotta you gotta have a work day, you know, during good weather. But that's just part of life sometimes, man. That's right. So uh, you did get to hunt some recently and uh man that deer that you killed there is just a stud man i know you've been told that several times but uh tell us the story about how it all went down man and, and i know there was a little bit of tracking involved on that deer wasn't it well there was a little bit yeah i thought there was going to be a lot more than what there there was but uh luckily he didn't go very far at all but mm-hmm. yeah we uh we dove in there in that spot um, I don't remember the exact date, but it was there around mid-October. We dove in midday. It was, you know, we had a here in the Midwest. We had a real long stretch of just hot weather, kind of, you know, stagnant days, if you will. Mm-hmm. And uh, we we did finally get some wind, and that's one thing that I like a lot is is any sort of high wind day, um, whether it's hot or cold. I want to be in the woods when it's windy because deer just they have a hard time detecting you in that stuff sure so anyway uh gooch and i ran out to a spot uh dove straight in there it was like 80 degrees but the wind was blowing 20 miles an hour 
and we just started scouting through. It's it's kind of uh, an area that's just all woods. Um, there's not a lot of habitat diversity in there. There's hills and just mostly hardwood that butts up against some water. And we started just hitting those ridges and scouting them one by one by one until we ran into buck sign. And about the time we ran into buck sign, we jumped a, a big buck, the buck that I actually ended up killing out of his bed. That was about 10 in the morning, I think, on that really hot day. But it was so windy when the deer got up, we saw him run off about 60 yards, and then he stopped, and he turned around to look and what the heck just startled him. And when they do that, um, when you bump them like that, that's why I said I like windy days a lot for, for just being in the woods in general is because they have a hard time pinpointing you unless they, unless they catch a whiff of you, you know. Mm. And we were scouting into the wind. So when we bumped him, uh, he either heard us or just caught a glimpse of us moving through the woods, took off, but then turned around because he was second-guessing it. He didn't know what the heck we were. Mm-hmm. And it was, a, it was obvious that it was frustrating him, you know, because he kept looking and kept looking and kept looking. And then finally he turned and bounded off over the hill. But I turned around to Gooch and told him, I'm like, man, that deer is not spooked very bad at all. Like, he's, there's a good chance he's going to run over that hill, calm down, and go right back to his normal routine. Um, so with that said, we moved on past the deer, ran in, went to the next bedding area down a li- in a little bit more remote location. And I, I think we found two big rubs going down into that draw. They were, there wasn't a lot of sign, but there was two huge fresh rubs. So we, we dropped a pin on that spot and got the heck out of there and then came in the next morning and killed him in that spot. Nice, man. So, so why was the, uh, why were you worried about the tracking job being a long tracking job? Uh, I, I hit the deer a little bit forward. Uh, he was, he was slightly quartering to me. Um, and I, and I mean slightly, I mean, the thing was almost broadside cause he had that four leg, um, forward, but I put my pin right in the right straight up the leg um, where that shoulder bends back, you know, uh, mm-hmm. I put the pin right there at 10 yards and it hit a stick. The arrow did about a foot in front of the deer and it deflected a little bit to the right. And I hit the deer about, about two inches right of where I was aiming, hit him right at the ball and socket joint in the shoulder. And I didn't get a ton of penetration. At least it didn't look like it. Like the arrow didn't go clear through the deer. Mm-hmm. It, it bounced back out and broke off in him. So I was immediately nervous. Um, anytime you don't get a pass through hit on a deer, uh, you know, there is, there's cause for concern. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, because, you know, if you don't get clear through that chest cavity, then you're not going to cut everything that you need to, to put them down really fast. Um, and then I showed the footage to some dog trackers that I know that have got a lot of experience blood tracking and uh trailing deer with dogs and and all of them said the same thing they were like best case he's dead right over the hill um perfect uh worst case is single lung in which case you may want to get a dog so i just went ahead and got the dog just as kind of an insurance policy um in case we did hit him single lung and we needed the dog to help push the deer Mm -hmm. so uh didn't end up turning out to need it i mean the deer (laughs) The deer pretty much just ran right over the hill and died barely out of sight. The yeah. thing didn't make it 40 yards. Yeah. Well, that's awesome, man. Did you end up sitting up on his bed, or did you sit up on that those big rubs that you found? Um, 
Well, the, the big rubs that we found were leading into a bedding area. Like we bumped him. And when I'm saying bedding areas in these hills, they're just, they're bedding at the top of these little drainages. Um, it's open timber. I mean, there's, there's not a lot of habitat diversity in there. And where we bumped him was just at the top of one of those little drainages where it formed kind of a bowl right there where he could get, you know, wind swirling around from different directions. We bumped him out of that, and then we went for the next spot down that looked like that. And that's where we saw those big rubs going into. So uh, we set up – we didn't set up over those big rubs. Um, The big rubs were just leading down into that bowl. Mm Mm-hmm. And that morning we slid in there in the dark an hour before daylight and we set up directly over that bowl. Not the same one that we bumped him out of, but the the one a little bit deeper, about 200 yards from there. You just heard Aaron talk about how bucks are bedding at the top of drainages, kind of in the bowl of where those drainages head out. And actually, Tyler and I looked at each other while he said that because it reminded us so much of a place that we checked out in the Map Scout Challenge videos up in Oklahoma. And not in that particular spot, but in a lot of the other stuff that we did in the Map Scout Challenge, we used a ton of Exodus trail cameras. They actually helped us get the Map Scout Challenge going. They're great for public land for many reasons, one of the big ones being their theft prevention warranty, okay? If you get a camera stolen on public land, Exodus will help you cover the cost of the replacement camera that you purchase from them. I don't know of any other trail camera company doing that, and I can tell you this, that's just a small snippet of the representation of the good guys that the guys at Exodus are. So go check out ExodusOutdoorGear.com. Did you assume that he was going to bed there when you saw him that morning, or did or did he look like he was going to pass you up and go back to where he bedded the day before? Uh, we we weren't real sure. I mean, it's kind of a crapshoot in those hills like that because they they do move around. They won't bed in the same spot every day. They'll bounce around um, pretty regularly. But uh, we looked for something similar. It wasn't the same. wasn't the same bed. I was thinking like there's a chance because we bumped him deeper that he's going to go to the more remote area, and that's why we went to that next bed down. Gotcha. Mm-hmm. Do you feel like um, this is something? that you could do even like in real heavy pressure states, you know, Iowa, you know, with the, oh, yeah. the draw and stuff that, you know, it's, it doesn't get quite the pressure. And, but say you go one state South, you know, where you're from Missouri, is that depends still something that's going to work? The deer. Yeah. Yep. It, it all depends on how you spook the deer. Um, because we've done the same thing in other States as well. I mean, heck Dan and Joe from the hunting beast just did this a couple of days ago in PA, mm-hmm. uh, you know, while we were there for the challenge, it, the the hunting pressure thing gets overblown in my mind a little bit for, uh, in different areas for people. The main thing to remember is that for the most part, if you're hunting a mature buck um, and they smell you, you're in trouble. If they don't, and, and that goes back to what I was saying about like scouting on a windy day like that or jumping the deer and almost catching him by surprise. It all depends on the, that specific situation and the nature in which you bump them. If you spook a big buck and he takes off like a bat out of hell running really hard and, you know, you see him go a half mile or something, there's a good chance he's not going to come back for a while. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Man, when you're in tight, in close with deer, big bucks in particular, things can just get haywire. And one thing that I can rely on is my Cobra release to do what I needed to do. So, for instance, when I uh, was in Illinois and this big buck 
actually two big bucks are within 20 yards of me. I've got my release folded back because I'm tethered to the tree and you're constantly kind of holding onto this tether and doing things. But then when you're ready to shoot, all it is is just kind of almost brushing your hand against your chest and it's folded back into the normal position and it's ready to fire. And so for, for instance, with that buck in Illinois, I was able to, to uh, make very little movement and not alert any of the bucks in the area by doing that and be ready to go when it was time to make a shot on that big old buck. So to check out any of the features on these Cobra releases, go to CobraArchery.com. It seems like if they smell me, if they get a whiff of me, even if it takes them a while to kind of figure it out, if my wind is blowing to them and it's obvious that they smell <laughs> me, then you got to, you know, you got to look at it a little bit differently. Yeah. But in this situation, we didn't, we didn't kill him out of the same bed. We killed him deeper, you know. So yeah. we kind of almost pushed him back there, I think. But I, I'm saying that, you know, in speculation because we found a bunch of, you know, we found those, those fresh rubs leading into that bedding area, that more remote bedding area where we killed him. I think he was using both of them. Yeah. You know. You know, you titled that video um, Bump and Dump, which I guess is, is what that is. And it's, it's kind of uh, sisters with the idea of wind bumping. But uh, can you kind of explain how those two things are, are different? Yeah, wind bumping, you're intentionally trying to spook the deer to a, to another hunter. Um, it's, it's just like a deer drive, except you're using your wind to spook the deer. Gotcha. And when you, when you let your wind drift into a bedding area, a lot of times a mature buck will get up and he'll slide out of there nice and quiet and stealthy without you even knowing it because he smelled you way before you saw him. Mm-hmm. but he'll come out the back side of that area moving slow where somebody can get a shot at him. Mm-hmm. If you go through there with 10 guys blazing, you know, they're going to go, they're either going to hold tight and run out the back door or they're going to take off like a bat out of hell and run past your standards. So that's why we like the wind bumpy technique. Um, but this, this in particular was opposite. Like I, um, like I said earlier, we were working into the wind so that anything that we got up in front of us, wouldn't be able to smell us unless it circled way down. When we mm-hmm. bumped him, he didn't, he didn't know what, what the heck was even going on. Yeah, yeah. Well, it's awesome, man. It's a great story, man. Congrats on, on that, and uh, really appreciate the uh, insight into the tactics and that kind of thing, man. I know a lot of people learn a lot of things from you guys, and uh, you guys are constantly putting out uh, informational stuff, and I know a ton of people that appreciate that, man. And then there's also the entertainment value as well. Namely from Zach, but uh, <laughs> <laughs> you all got all you guys have it. So uh, we appreciate you spending a few minutes on the time with us during this busy uh, on the phone with us during this busy time of year, and and uh, good luck the rest of the year, man. Especially during the rut. Thanks, man. You too. Appreciate right. it. We'll talk to you soon, Aaron. Man, what an awesome story about a big buck, guys. We want to say a big thanks to Exodus Trail Cameras and Cobra Archery for being a part of this big buck breakdown. For sure, man. And also, if you want to check out what we do on a daily basis, maybe even see some of these big bucks, go to Instagram and follow us at the Element Wild, and then also subscribe on YouTube to keep up with what we're doing throughout the season, and subscribe on the podcast. And remember, this is your Element, living it. Cause a lot of frustration Brothers let's forgive and forget Market House has the cleanest, leanest, juiciest meat and seafood shipped to your home overnight 
Expect the service of a local butcher and the convenience of a large supplier. Unlike many online butchers, you can grab just one meal's worth or lock in for a subscription box. Choose from grass-fed and grass-finished beef, American Wagyu, free-range poultry, grass-fed lamb, wild-caught king crab, seafood, and more. For 15% off your first order, use code COUNTRY at checkout. Just visit MarketHouse.com. That's M-A-R-K-E-T-H-O-U-S-E dot com. And use the code COUNTRY. You ever get that feeling the walls closing in, the concrete jungle suffocating you? You crave some wide open spaces, the chance to connect with nature, maybe in a spot all your own. Well, head over to Land.com. They've got ranches, forests, mountains, streams, you name it. Search by acreage. You can search by location. You can search by the kind of hunting and fishing you're dreaming of. Land.com. It is where the adventure begins.